Hello, it's Friday, August 19th. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. We begin this week with a look at salaries and wages at medical practices. This article first appeared on MGMA.com. One of the biggest challenges related to workforce shortages is the increased expenses as salaries and wages rise for healthcare workers. With high demand and low availability, the staffing cost portion of practices' budgets will continue to increase in the near future. In addition to increasing salaries, many practices are implementing other benefits to recruit and retain staff. For example, HealthPoint Family Care has implemented a formal retention bonus policy. The policy applies to all employees from hourly staff to physicians. Retention bonuses are initially paid after 12 months of employment and continue every two to three years until year 10, when bonuses are paid every five years. The amount of the bonus increases as the employee's years of service increase. Implementation of this policy has resulted in successful recruitment and retention at all levels. The policy was implemented January 1st, and as of July, the organization's turnover rate was 21% compared to 29% in July of 2021. Another thing to consider at your practice, lower operating margins make it difficult, if not impossible, for organizations to invest in growth, efficiencies, and improvement in patient experience, which is at the core of a successful organization. With less money to invest in technology, Practices don't have the ability to update processes, which affects efficiency. In turn, this requires them to maintain staffing levels, which is the reason for reduced margins in the first place. Nevertheless, annual merit and cost of living increases are a key to maintaining a practice's workforce. Moving forward, if you would like to be part of the MGMA and healthcare discussion, Sign up for MGMA STAT and make your voice heard in our weekly polls. Sign up by texting STAT to 33550 or visit mgma.com STAT. Polls will be sent to your phone via text message. Our next article looks at some regulatory news. This might sound like a, a broken record at this point, but HHS is expected to renew COVID-19 PHE in October. MGMA expects the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services to renew the COVID-19 public health emergency in October, since the 60-day notice period passed with no word from the department. Recently, the administration reiterated its promise to provide a 60-day notice prior to ending the PHE. If HHS does renew the PHE for an 11th time, it's expected to be in effect through at least mid-January. Last week, MGMA wrote to HHS Secretary Becerra 
asking him to renew the PHE and provide medical groups at least a 90 days notice prior to ending it. So they may sufficiently wind down flexibilities that have been in effect for over two years. If you want to keep up with the latest healthcare regulatory news, go to mgma.com advocacy. I'll leave you this week with an article on time management and time constraints. Primary care docs need 27 hours a day to do their best work. This article first appeared on MedPage today. There literally aren't enough hours in a single day for primary care physicians to provide the full gamut of basic, guideline-based care according to a simulation study. PCPs would need an infeasible 26.7 hours each day to provide preventative, chronic disease, and acute care for a typical panel of U.S. adult patients. This study first appeared in the Journal of General Internal Medicine. Justin Porter, MD of the University of Chicago, was part of this study, and he said, I think that the results kind of confirmed what doctors have anecdotally felt for a very long time, which is that there's kind of an unreasonable amount of work that's expected to be done. While things can seem untenable, Porter and his colleagues did offer a ray of hope in this otherwise gloomy scenario, reporting that with a team-based model in which non-PCPs, looking at RNs and medical assistants, for example, take on components of care, then your primary care physicians could bring their working hours down to 9.3 hours per day. And those time savings would largely be in preventative care services in chronic disease care. Porter did point out that there is a manpower shortage in primary care, and it's in part because primary care physicians aren't compensated as well as specialists. Also, many of the time-intensive recommended preventative services, such as counseling for diet and nutrition, aren't reimbursed by insurance companies under certain circumstances and may not happen at the gold standard guideline level at all. Porter did say he hopes to reach policymakers with the study, eventually leading to higher pay for primary care physicians, better compensation for non-PCPs, and shift from a fee-for-service to a value-based care model. If you want to keep up with the latest industry news, subscribe to the MGMA Insights newsletter at mgma.com slash insights newsletter. And if you have a healthcare story you want to share with us, email us at podcast at mgma.com. This has been the MGMA Week in Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks and have a great weekend.